Welcome to Sunflower Living, a podcast that believes that life is always worth living. I'm Abile. And I'm Linky. Welcome to our working philosophies on life and living with a mental illness. Before we get started, we are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed in this podcast are our own. We're going to be tackling boundaries or erecting boundaries, if you will. And I think a definition that I really loved that I came across uh, when I was look, when I was doing my research is uh, this out of a very old dictionary I've got lying around here. And it says, a boundary is a real or imagined line that marks the limits or edges of something and separates it from other things or places. What do you think, Links? I like that because we can totally apply that to relationships as well. Mm -hmm. I think often with boundaries, boundaries, it's difficult because um, they need to be communicated. And sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we forget that you can't just decide you have a boundary without communicating it to others. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. um, you know, then they come, you know, otherwise it doesn't work. No, absolutely. And I think why it's so important to have your boundary, even to like know and continuously discover your boundaries when you have a mental illness is so that, you know, you are able to consistently protect yourself because not everyone will be pleased with your boundaries. But the first and I think the first and foremost thing we have to understand is our boundaries are about us, not other people. Yes, Mm. I think when I think about boundaries in my life, um, mm-hmm. when I was younger, they were really motiva- motivated by the fear of rejection. That if I oh, said wow. no, or if I disagreed with someone, they wouldn't yeah. like me. Um, mm-hmm. And so I really had to get over that hurdle. And when I did, I found that the people who I wanted to have around me respected me more because I had boundaries. And those who were offended by my boundaries either you know were less of um and had less of an impact on my life no absolutely and I think what I I relate to that because for a very long time I was a very I I was almost like you know a a cottage without you know even just like even a little bit of um of protection around it because I was so you know, desperate for that validation of other people and that need to belong, that it seemed that, you know, what I wanted or or how I needed to be comforted didn't matter in the grand escape of I need, I need other people because I'm just so, sometimes so socially inept, but then as I've grown older, I'm like, no, that's fine. But because, you know, I think as you grow older and you are able to better define what it is that you will put up with and will not put up with, you are then, you know, better suited to bring more authenticity and authentic people into your life. I think that, yeah, you've hit the nail on the head there. Mm. Uh, It is about authenticity. And when we Mm. lose that, people lose respect for us. And so really realizing that, you know, you say a cottage without protection, I say a cottage without doors um, or windows because, Every draft comes in, um, people walk through it, people stomp in with their dirty boots. And I think a lot of the time you don't see how damaging not having boundaries is. 
And I think when I've learned that, I've been mm-hmm. able to better, um, to have better relationships and to feel better in those relationships. You know, what's so interesting to me, especially kind of coming from, you know, a, a black and Sesotho background is that I find it interesting how in the language of Sesotho, um, there is no, we had to borrow the word for window. Do you know what I mean? Like there, there just wasn't that, um, that, that specific word within the language. So then, you know, we borrowed from Afrikaans, et cetera. But coming back to boundaries specifically, I sometimes feel as if, you know, having grown up as a black woman in South Africa, there's almost this expectation that you don't have any boundaries and that, you know, you are a servant to people constantly around you. And then when you grow up, you are then hit with this, oh, Marui, get the or you are making yourself a white person. And it's like, no, I'm protecting myself. That doesn't mean I sort of like disengage, you know, with my culture in making myself available to people, but it is saying that there is a limit and I'm putting it there, you know. I so think that because- you're a linguistics major. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, to take that a little bit further. I think a lot of the time, um, I think a lot of the time with boundaries, it really is, like I said, communicating it to others. But I think in a lot of patriarchal societies and systems, um, Mm. there is this expectation that women are not allowed to assert their boundaries. And I think Mm. that's where we have difficulty. And growing up in some of those societies can really be detrimental to oneself. Not only because then it, it can, I think what I find for myself, even when it, it's, it's as simple as just saying to your parents, listen, can you not phrase, um, you know, maybe, um, you know, they want you to make them tea or something. Can't, can you not maybe phrase that a little bit better so that it doesn't come off as abrasive or as a command? And then they'll turn around and be like, oh, you're being very disrespectful, are you not? You're just, you know, I don't appreciate this lip. And it's like, no, I'm trying to build a boundary that makes you aware almost like you, you almost have to teach people how to treat you if i can yes, put it that way that's it teach yeah. people how to treat you and even in those instances there will be a lot of pushback but i think when you are able to say and look at yourself and say okay for my own mental health and my like my mind's peace it doesn't matter if my mother my father is not happy with how i've put like you know this this request towards them the the fact that i've said it is already a step in the in the right direction um a wise woman taught me a little about boundaries and one of the things she said is no is a full sentence i love that I and love that, that changed the game for me yeah. because before that i felt like i had to have a reason to say no. I had to make Mm. an excuse if I wanted to say no. And I felt like no was a bad word. And after that, I realized that when I say no, I'm allowed to just say no. No one has um, that kind of power over me that I'm forced to say yes. And so I have, I've learned to say, unfortunately, I can't make it full stop. Mm -hmm. Um, can you do this? No. And then if people ask me why, I often think about, do they need that reason or am I creating a space where I want to share that? And when I share it, it's often when I've made a commitment 
and have mm-hmm. had to pull out of it. Um, I think that, yeah, like I said, that has really changed things for me. And also it allows me to have an authentic yes. So when I say yes, you know I'm going to follow through because I don't feel forced to do that thing. I don't feel obligated. No, I, tot- I totally hear you in that instance. Because like, what I, I tend to find quite interesting is that in the past, I you know how when you initially start saying no, you're kind of passive about it. You're like, and, you know, no, but maybe next time or... Uh, in, uh, yeah, I'll see if I can fit it in my schedule as opposed to just a stern, no, I'm not doing that. And I think something that influences that so much, you know, as people with mental illnesses is that we almost feel as if it's a way, you know, being without boundaries, it's a way in which we can appease people to kind of see us and be like, you see, no, I'm okay. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not this rackety, um, vulnerable thing that you just have to like treat like an egg, no. And I think in, in, from that perspective, I can understand why some people struggle to put up their boundaries. Uh, one of the other things I learned about is codependency. Oh. And to give it a simple definition is when you don't know where mm-hmm. you end and the other person starts. And I oh, know people God. know that phrase and often yeah. it's when they have put boundaries in place. But when you don't know that, when you are mm-hmm. so dependent on someone else for all of your decisions, um, for the way that you feel, for the way that you think, for the way in which they will perceive you, um, mm-hmm. I feel like that is a really dangerous place. But a lot of people don't know that they're codependent. Often you're codependent in relationships with, um, sometimes with a parent, uh, mm-hmm. sometimes um in your, you know, in your romantic relationships uh, with your spouse, I feel like those are definitely places where it starts, and then you start to have them with like a best friend. Um, yeah. And it's really difficult to pull away from that because when you've been so closely intertwined and your identity has been really defined through that, mm-hmm. that person, when you start to put boundaries in place, if you do learn how to do that eventually they start to feel very offended and they feel rejected because you've had this in place for such a long time no absolutely and I think when you when you go ahead and then sort of in any kind of and that's the thing I think we we exist in a society that sort of makes codependency normal there's this idea that it's almost as if codependency and independence have to exist in extremes and they really don't they can meld together perfectly Mm. and I think when you you know establish a boundary to say that from this place to that place do not agitate me or do not provoke me because you know then it becomes almost you never want to create tension within any of your relationships but Sometimes having to stand up for yourself, stand up for yourself means creating attention, and then that almost I sometimes feel can be thrown back to the person contributing to the tension because then it's it's a question in their mind to be okay, but then why does this offend me so much? Yes. Why does this why does this put me off so much? I think. Um when I was in a codependent relationship or codependent relationships, Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't see the problem. I I didn't see. (laughs) And and what it did was 
um, in one of the codependent relationships, the other person was completely responsible for our social life. And yeah. so I didn't have to manage friendship relationships because they had many friends. And so we would go to their friends' social um, events. And I found mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness, I have such a robust social life until this person was no longer in my life and I had to rebuild. And I realized, yeah. oh, I'm a little frightened to go to events <laughs> by myself. Um, yeah. I don't want to be around other people when I don't have this buffer who mm-hmm. helps my social awkwardness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a learning curve and I feel like boundaries are still a learning curve for me. Um, there are still places where I'm trying to put them in place. And what I learned is that often I say yes, I overcommit and mm-hmm. then I feel frustrated because I have overcommitted and I'm tired and I don't want to do that thing when in actual fact it's my fault because I overcommitted. Exactly. Um, and I could have said no at any yeah. point, but I didn't feel like I could say no. I felt like the right thing to do was to say yes in those instances. So like I said, I'm I'm still learning. I'm still finding mm-hmm. um where, where I need to put boundaries up um, and how to, how to manage that better. No, and I think, you know, what's really interesting to me is that as I've grown older, I'm like, oh, I can almost cast the net of where my boundary is, but I can also retract it. Mm-hmm. And I think what's so interesting and about the conversation around boundaries, it's that there's so much nuance that is missed. It's sort of to say that, oh, if you have a boundary, it doesn't mean you're sort of like this robust person who lives inside, you know, a a titanium-reinforced household. No, it's to say that these things are in place because, again, I need to keep my peace somehow because the world is on fire at present. Um, And I'm having, A, a difficult day. I'm having a depressive spell, and I just don't really feel... I, I'm not up to explaining myself beyond the exp- beyond where my boundary is. You know yes. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes, I totally know what you mean. And, you know, you spoke about um, protecting yourself in mm. certain instances. And also um, when your depression, when you're going through a depressive spell, how it's really important sometimes to just pull back. And yeah. I have found that, when I do not have boundaries in place, that really triggers my anxiety. And then yeah. I'm in a panic because um, I worry about what, what people will think about me. And mm. even though as I've grown older, I've done so much better with that, there are still instances where I'm triggered. There are still instances mm. where I, I don't see it coming and I'm like, oh, okay, that happened because I didn't have a boundary in place. Yeah. And it's just so, I don't know if you also feel this way, but it's so anxiety inducing to think that you've upset someone mm. over nothing. It, over, I think this comes back to your, um, your so what adage. There are just those instances where it's like, yeah, so what, but they look a little hurt and I don't want to, I don't want to have that on my conscience. Like I would really enjoy a, a good night's sleep without thinking about, yo, I'm, whoo, I've hurt that person's feelings, but I think, <laughs> You know, as you become stronger within, okay, this boundary ends here and then this one begins here, then you're more like, well, I mean, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't lying. So 
we we can't take responsibility for other people's hurts when you've just been honest or when you've just been yourself. Yes, you know? and when you've just been politely honest. I think that there are times yeah. when honesty can be rude, and I try to reinforce that, is that it's... Mm-hmm it's being said in a constructive way. Your honesty is not meant to, and especially if it's your personal honesty about yourself, no one can take that away from you. Um, Mm. I mean, we could talk about boundaries for a really long time because, you know, I feel like as I was growing up, I didn't have Mm -hmm. many boundaries. And so I think we need to revisit this conversation. But thank you for listening, everyone. Um, We would like your feedback. Tell us how you feel about boundaries. Do you feel that you're in um, a healthy place with boundaries? Um, And, you know, how have you experienced not having boundaries, the unhealthy side of it? And a note, we are not mental health professionals. All opinions expressed in this podcast are our own.